it's Sally here. Just a quick one, just a quick one. If you like this really sweary podcast by Kalechi, sorry, Kalechi, do remember to rate and review Say Your Mind on Apple Podcasts, okay? Now for the very urban intro music. <laughs> it's the Ben's Brunani woman, this baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this. Every sit down, sit down, receive this realness. Make sure your cup's ready for the tea, we are gonna sip it, yo. Hard time scrolling for your long shorts. You might learn something you never know. Collect you find, and she's one of a kind. Don't say you mind, say you mind. This is the day. This is the day that the straws were made, that the straws were made. I will rejoice, oi, I will rejoice and get flung in it and get flung in it. I I, I mean, I don't even know if that's like grammatically correct, get flung in it, but I like it. Unless I do the one that I did on the timeline when I had to get some people in order and I do, um, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and tweet crud in it and tweet crud in it. Oi. Always got bars. Always have bars for you. I'm I'm never lacking and I shall never lack in Jesus name. And none of you will ever lack in Jesus name. Before I start rambling on, it is me, Kelechi. Whoop, whoop. And this is S-Y-M. S-Y-M officially known as say your mind and unofficially known as what what that's right suck your mum um this is different today it's very different today I'm recording in a different location I'm recording at the guap location um guap location you know guap mag they've now got a podcast um studio and it's really, really pretty. I love the neon lights. I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for neon lights. I love a neon light, and they've got one in here as well. It's proper pretty. But obviously, Brent is still in control of all of these bits. So Brent is always involved because Brent is a baby boy. Um, but yeah, out of just what's convenient, I was just recording close to home because um, Guap's based in Peknam, so it just made it a bit easier for me for this week I don't know what I'll be doing week to week you know um but I'm trying to get these episodes to you that's how much I care so I had to like express some milk for Lev you know my little lion express some milk from here for him and then like drive over here to see if I could I had to record you know it's one of them things where I had to record because too many mad things were happening and I needed to make sure that I at least said something about it because I really I really don't get it I really don't get it so yeah that's why I'm here that's why I'm out here in these streets and actually you got an episode last week when I was talking about oh then it's my birthday and blah, blah, blah. So I'm actually recording this the day before my birthday. So you, man, are getting the last... I wonder if my voice will sound different when I'm 33. Because basically you, man, are getting my voice now, right? As it's 32-year-old self. Do you know that some people said, and I think Beyonce said this as well, that her voice changed when she had a child? I don't know. I think that maybe there's just a certain kind of gravitas that your voice then has when you have a child like don't fuck with me I don't play them ones there so I think that that's maybe what it is I don't know so yeah basically you're getting the last of my 32 year old voice and then the next time I make a podcast I'll have a 33 year old voice get into it what yes so um yeah I'm happy to be here as always and I'm enjoying this you know this mini you know this new setup for now let's see how it goes And because I don't also have to worry about 
um, recording this, like having a YouTube ver um, version. Sorry, all my YouTubers, I'm really sorry about that, that you don't have your YouTube version, but it just means that I can get episodes to you more regularly, and I'm sure you would prefer that. Um, I'm saying that, and then I'll probably disappear for four weeks, but I don't plan to. I feel like it's important to be consistent, and that's what I always strive for. So anyway, um, I don't really have many announcements, because I feel like I just spoke to you guys, like, you know, a little bit a little while ago so just big up yourselves baby boys baby girls baby non-binaries like big up yourselves for always tuning in always supporting the ting i really really appreciate you as sally would have said at the beginning of this episode can you guys go and fucking rate and review the podcast on apple apple and them man there like go and rate and review the ting because it's not fair you know like i'm out here dropping bars i'm out here dropping gems these times, I'm not seeing myself coming up on any of them charts, and I deserve. I all my life I had to fight. <laughs> yeah, so if you can, just go and do that for me. Leave me a little five star ting. That makes me laugh. You know, like them Uber drivers, but where they haven't done fuck all for the entire journey, yeah. And then you're getting that, and then go five stars, please. Five stars for what, motherfucker? <laughs> Madness. Anyway. If my voice sounds nasally, it's because I'm under the weather. I've got a cold. These sleepless nights are catching up with me. I still haven't had like a proper night's sleep. Like I said, when I made the previous episode, it's like giving birth. Not because like Lev is any sort of problem, really. It's just it's just hard. There's so much I've got to do, so much going on. It's just a mad thing. Anyway, now I'm just, I feel like my vibe is that I want to shuffle the deck of cards. Now that I've got this like big table in front of me, I'd like to shuffle the deck of cards and just do the reading as I'm here and really pick up the energy right now. Usually I would kind of try and do it before arriving at the studio. Um, because, you know, for aesthetics and thinking about the YouTube videos now, I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. So I'm just like, what is the mood of the collective? Everyone said, well, quite a lot of people said that last week's episode really, really resonated with them in terms of the message and um, of abundance and things like that. And I'm just thinking like, asking the spirit guides, like, what is the message for us, you know, in this coming week? And maybe not just for this coming week, whenever someone's listening to this, you know, it still resonates whenever you're listening to this. What is this message for you at this moment in time? What? are we channeling just getting the card out oh cute oh cute i'm only picking three cards oh cute oh nice <laughs> yeah oh my god that sounds like a porno i'm really sorry uh so i'm just looking at the cards that i've pulled from the kaleidodope deck because you know that's the one i like to use for you all and the first card that came out all of the cards were upright which is really really beautiful because it's just saying to me that it's just a hopeful time it's a really really hopeful time some of you are getting into new relationships it seems like you know or well, it doesn't even necessarily have to be like romantic but just an opportunity um, an opportunity has come in form of the ace of cups to really like fulfill you this is the beginning of something and at the same time we have to remember that this is one not 10 cups but it's you know it's the beginning of something beautiful um 
And so something is coming that can that will leave you fulfilled. And you've been waiting a long time for it because the card that comes up next is a major arcana card. So this is like, you know, the first card, Ace of Cups, is a minor arcana. So it's like a day-to-day -day energy. The day-to-day -day energy is like, you know, this new this newness, this newness in emotion, this newness in like your cup being filled, like your heart being filled, is coming around, um, it's coming along in the day-to-day -day because on a grand scale, on the, in the grand scheme of things and the bigger energy, um, you've got the sun, which is saying that for me, you've been waiting a long time for this. You've been waiting a long time for this thing to happen. And maybe there's been lots of rain. That's what comes to my mind. Maybe there's been lots of rain, lots of storms. And then finally, um, you're being offered something. You're being offered, you know, this, this newness, like I've called it. And it's definitely emotional. It's definitely feeling like a relationship. God, it's definitely feeling like a relationship because then we've got the Knight of Cups. And that's really interesting to me because the Knight of Cups, whenever I see that he's wearing armor, I just find it a bit like, mm. so I feel like at the beginning, you've got Ace of Cups. This opportunity for your cup to be filled, for you to feel emotionally fulfilled. And it's coming along because you deserve and in the grand scheme of all of the things that you've been through or that we've been through collectively, this is the time. This is the time for you to get, um, you know, what you deserve. But the fact that the Knight of Cups, whenever I see them wearing um, a shining armor, I'm thinking like it's somebody that feels like they need to come and save you or a situation that you feel is going to save you. And you just need to remember that you don't need to be saved really by anybody. Like you are the hero in your own story. Um, and I think that that's always good to bear in mind because sometimes I think like we appreciate new people coming into our life um helping us in different ways but oftentimes we can give our power over to them um in a way that we feel looks like gratitude when that's not actually um that's not actually the case so the card that i pulled out of the marcella kroll deck was earth which i think is really interesting because off the cuff for me already it's making me think about you being grounded and it says the tangible world and all that is physical in nature what you can see feel and touch invites you to participate in enjoying it inviting in earth energy to your current situation will bring more stability at this time be kind to this temple of a physical body that is the home for your soul it requires adequate nutrition and rest meditate on this symbol when you want more of a connection to the physical plane and validation of all that um, is in the three-dimensional world with you honor it see it feel it experience it with love and respect and I think that that's that's perfect I mean it feel like it's dragging me in terms of making sure you rest and everything else but when I relate it to myself I just kind of think raw I've gotten this new opportunity this new lease of life it feels like night like, from being a mother and looking after Lev and in the traditional Rider weight deck, it's a little child sitting on a horse that you see on the sun card. And with the Kaleidodope deck, it's just a sunflower. But I love that. I love the idea of sunflowers. And sunflowers are in the traditional deck as well, because they, that's what they literally do. They follow the sun as it's shining. And I feel like that's a message for us all. Like, just follow the sun. Follow where your happiness is. Don't watch what other people are doing and the ways in which that they want to bring you down or speak negativity over your life. Like, always follow where the sun is 
it is. Always turn your face towards the sun and bask in it. Like enjoy the things that earth does have to give. Cause I know that obviously as humans, we've moved mad and we're basically fucking up this planet. But in the general scheme of things, like there's so much beauty still in the world enjoy it enjoy it and just don't get bogged down with people who appear to be offering you these things when it's your right to have them anyway like nobody can offer you the glory that god has already set aside for you i feel like that's also part of the message um and i think like by taking time to rest and do all of them things there you'll actually realize it for yourself that you don't need anybody to be giving you these things all of these things reside in you already um, I'm trying to see which card we have from the Say Your Mind Affirmation card deck. And, hmm, what card? Oh, so I've got, I'm more than a snack. I'm a rec- I'm the recommended five a day. I love that one. You are tasty and you are also nutritious. You add value to everything and everyone you interact with. Thank you. So I feel like this is just a celebration of self. And I don't know whether it's just my energy permeating this reading because that's often the case. Whoever's reading their energy also comes through. But I'm just so filled with like joy and love at the moment. Um that even when I'm feeling anger, I'm feeling it because of the joy and love that I'm aiming to protect, but we'll get into that a little later. I'm definitely sure I'm calling this um, this episode Timeline Terrorist. So yeah, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in more depth. So that's really the message for this week in the tarot. Just nice and, just nice and swift, just nice and swift. And I hope it resonates with you, man. So moving on then. Um, Show your magnificence. Show your magnificence is amazing because all of, I don't know whether I just didn't pay attention before, but I'm sure I paid attention before because I've I've spoken about various things to do with like motherhood and things like that. But this week I've just been seeing like mothers absolutely smashing it, like black mothers smashing it. So um, Shellyanne uh, Fraser-Price, that girl, that girl Shellyanne. Yeah, well, anyway, Shellyanne, uh, she's obviously, I think she's the 100 uh, meter world champion and she's won it four times now. So that makes her the only person or the first person to have won four world championships in, you know, in this, in this sport. And I think that that's amazing. That's really, really amazing. And, you know, she went off from what I remember, she went off and got a degree and then she had a child, Zion, and he's two now. And then she's thought she's back at the world championships, like killing it. Obviously, everybody works to their what their own ability. But I look at that and I'm inspired and I'm just like, you know what? I'm not running any hundred meters and doing all of them things there. But the things that I am doing, I know that I'll ease back into them in due course because other black women are out here just absolutely killing the game. And then Alison Felix, who I remember feeling um, really sad for her because I think I was pregnant um, at the time that she announced that she'd had her baby and um, her baby was premature. But now, months later, the baby is thriving, doing amazing things. And it's just beautiful. And then she's gone and, you know, she's back running again and, and winning medals. And it's actually just mad. And she's actually won, I think, more championships or more medals than Usain Bolt. So incredible, just, just mad, I mean, Dina Asher-Smith, I don't think she's got a child, I don't know, but then again, she's now world champion, uh, 200 meters, and gosh, black girls are amazing, just amazing, 
not the ones that like to get rude, like the ones I've described before on this show, but just generally just amazing. I stand, I stand forever. So that's my shame on your magnificence. It goes out to Shelly Ann, it goes out to Alison, it goes out to Dina. Just like two slaps in your chest for being baby girls and just, oh, just killing it. Just, just doing wild things and being amazing. I don't want to waste time. So I'm going to get into So You Mad because there are lots and lots of mad people that need to be discussed. And yeah, I just, I just want to get into it. So if you notice, like probably that's the quickest I've ever done tarot, quickest I've probably ever done magnificent because there are wild things to speak about. So I feel like I'll start with Remy Ma. Um, you, those who, I used to really like Remy Ma. It's not like I necessarily don't like her now because I know that she's been through some things. And so it's not like I don't like her now. It's just, well, I was seeing, is it state of the culture? Whatever that thing is, that panel discussion show she has, um, that or she guests on or whatever with, um, Joe Budden. And they were speaking a couple of weeks ago about, um, sexual assault victims who, um, receive monetary compensation from the person who has assaulted them. And Remy Ma basically said, Oh, the moment you receive money, as far as she's concerned, concerned and, and the moment you, if it's got anything to do with sex, the moment you re- receive money, then you're a prostitute as far as she's concerned. From when, when Joe Budden, Joe Budden, when Joe Budden has to be the one to tell you that you are wrong when it comes to women and sex, wow, you are, you must be, you must be not even left field anymore. You're no longer on the field. You're somebody, you're somewhere else. You're somewhere else. And I can't take this whole respectability politics thing. And I'm like, oh God, I really just don't know what to make of it because I understand that I, I understand this type of woman who's been with her man forever even when she's gone jail he's held it down or whatever 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 so they have a certain way of looking at things that it's just a bit uh, myopic I think it's just really really weird like Joe had to con- co- uh, correct her and be like no prostitution or sex work involves consent yeah if they didn't consent it's not sex work so what and I'm like for Joe Budden to understand that Joe Budden who likes to brock up women's jaws and and disrespect women for Joe Budden to understand that on a very basic level shame on you Remy Ma shame on you for not understanding that and so a sexual assault victim a woman is sexually um, assaulted um and it, it ruins people's lives point blank period Sexual assault ruins people's lives, right? They probably suffer from PTSD, can't work, deep depression, all of them things there. There's so much anxiety. There's so much that starts to happen that their quality of life is greatly depleted. Or maybe they were sexually assaulted, tried to speak up about it, got fired from work. I don't know. So many, many things, maybe because the they got fired from work. I'm thinking along the lines of the person also worked in that same environment. So there are just so many things, so many reasons as to why they could be um, financially compensated for this horrendous thing that's happened to them. So to now lessen their value for accepting the money that they clearly need because their quality of life would have been depleted. 
you're wild. You're wild, Remy. You call yourself Remy Ma? It's Remy Nah. Yeah? Nah. Nah. That's, um, I, I don't like, I just don't like those things. I just, I just think, how did you do two plus two and get bread? How did you do two plus two and get yam? Like, you're not even getting numbers, fam. You're getting words. Like, what the fuck? It's, it's wild. If you took the amount of time that you took to have that cute blonde wig on your head, to have it laid and, and, and all sectioned down onto your forehead, if you took that amount of time to actually understand how consent works and the true experiences of people, of sexual assault victims, you wouldn't be making such wild statements. And then people are jumping in my mentions. Um, I don't know whether they're her bots, her trolls, her stands. I'll call them the Reminars. Um, jumping in to be like, well, you didn't watch the whole clip because she goes on to say, she goes on to say worse things. You fucking can't shut up, shut up. There's, you can't, even if this were in isolation, right. And I didn't watch the rest of the clip. This is bad enough. You don't, there's no way of explaining yourself out of this. And the way everyone was shocked, like looking at her as well, that was enough for me. And you man that like to just stand for people, stand for celebrities, use common sense, sometimes shut up. Because if there was a celebrity that I liked that was moving mad, I would just keep quiet. I'll keep quiet and not say anything. But you guys will jump up to come and defend them like, no, no. What they were trying to say is what they were trying to say is what they said. If they wanted to say anything different, they would have said it. They don't need you, interpreter of the year, interpreter champion, to come and tell us what they were trying to say. Shut up and go to, go to, go to your work. Go to your job, you jobless individual. Anyway moving on because that's just extremely it was just extremely wild and I just felt like I needed to say it once the podcast was back on there's something I know that I've been meaning to say now that the podcast is back but I genuinely can't remember it I don't know if I talked about it I must have mentioned um that I had an acupuncture section when I was about to give birth to induce labor I don't know I can't remember but anyway 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 moving on so my next So You Mad is about this case that we've all been seeing um, about Botham John or Botham, Botham John. Yeah, because I think in the episode that I spoke about him, I called him Botham Jean, but I, I'm sorry, my pronunciation is so bad. But um, Botham John, rest in peace, was the gentleman, um, the black man who was in his own apartment when Amber Geiger, white woman, white blonde woman, uh, who's also a police officer um she claimed that she mistook his apartment for hers and she barged her way in and then shot him dead in his own apartment yeah she didn't actually do anything also I feel like I should point out she didn't actually do anything to also help him when she had realized I don't know realized her mistake she didn't try and do anything to keep him alive um, once she discovered this and yeah, obviously she shot to kill, which is extremely mad. Anyway, the sentencing was, well, last week, by the time that you listen to this, she got sentenced. I was, I was, at first I was excited when they said that they even found her guilty because I could see that the judge was saying that they could admit the, um, that defense could, um, submit the stand your ground, um, uh, defense as to why, you know, she shot, um, both of them in his home stand your ground how can you because but if you don't know what stand your ground is which I'm sure most of you do in um, states in the south they have that law or they have that reasoning that if someone breaks into your home you are allowed to use fatal force 
to deal with them, right? Because you want to protect your home, you want to stand your ground, cool. But that is your home. How are you standing your ground in somebody else's home? But they're making it out like, well, at that point, at that point, she believed that that home was hers, which is why she was standing her ground in somebody, oh God, in somebody else's home. So they um, they were pushing for stand your ground, they, um, which she allowed. And they also were pushing for manslaughter um, instead of murder. No. <sighs> wow. The judge kept trying to sway that um that jury and it was a pretty much predominantly black jury i think but she kept trying to sway them people and i just think you as a black woman as a black judge like fuck you this would easily be in store of the week this would easily be in suck your mum but because of the wider conversation that i want to have about what happened next is why i've put it in so you mad so um I was excited when I saw that she was uh, found guilty of murder and I was like, good. But people were like, oh, Kalechi, don't get too excited. Don't get too excited because, you know, she'll probably get a very, very weak sentence. And I was like, mm, well, let's wait and see because, you know, sometimes the criminal justice system sometimes does its job. But I I, I know I, w- I shouldn't hold my breath because I watched her when she was on the stand and she was doing her fucking stupid crying. And I've always talked about how white women weaponize their tears. But this was... Poor. This was pathetic because no fucking tears were coming out. She moved her lips downwards. She turned her lips, her thin, crusty lips downwards, and her straw-like blonde hair. It was I won't even call it blonde. It's a disrespect to people who are actually blonde. Her hair is just an array of color, of washed-out color. She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I wish he had shot and killed me. I'm so sorry. You're a fucking dickhead. You wish he had shot and killed you. So what would have happened to him as a black man if he had shot and killed you? What would have happened to him, you fool? You didn't say anything like, you know what, I wish it never happened. Or I wish I'd realized it wasn't my fucking apartment. You didn't say any of that. You're saying that you wish he had shot and killed you. Well, that is... That that's incredible. That's incredible and just says a lot about who you are as a person. And again, it just goes to say it goes to show she's so sorry, she feels so terrible, but she refuses to plead guilty. If you're so sorry, you realize that you've done wrong, so plead guilty. No, no, because that white privilege is really, really doing her. So all of this has happened now, and I find out um that she gets she's gotten 10 years. She's gotten 10 years, so likely to serve five, maybe. Wow, that wasn't a bad part because I'm like, you know what? At least she got some custodial sentencing because, you know, they could have really wrangled that. So she got nothing, nothing. And she walked free. She's a policewoman at the end of the day, a white policewoman in the South. Come on. So now I start seeing pictures going about, pictures and videos. Apparently, Botham's brother, the victim's brother, once the sentencing was announced, he said that he wanted to go across and hug Amber because he wanted to let her know that he forgives her and both them forgives her. And, you know, um, she should give her life to Christ and everything else. And then I also noticed that when the sentencing was happening, the black um, uh, court security woman, yeah, a black woman, court security or wherever she was from, or maybe she was the prison security. I don't know. She starts stroking Amber's hair. Her hair doesn't even bang like that to be stroked, which is what I think is wild, but she's there stroking her hair. And then, and then, and then the judge 
gets up. The black woman judge gets up and goes over to hug Amber as she's crying because she has been sentenced to 10 years for murdering somebody in cold blood because she believed that her their apartment was her own. Wow. So we are hugging white women for murder and gross incompetence. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. I really struggled because online that obviously the Christians came out in full force. L, L. For those who don't understand why he's forgiving in this case, they don't understand Christianity because our faith says we should forgive those who do us wrong. Your faith says also like love thy neighbor. But then when gay people are mentioned, you man move mad. That's when you'll turn around and be like, um, is it homophobic if I just don't agree with something? Is it homophobic if I just don't agree with it? You know, I, I don't because phobia means scared. I'm not scared. I just don't agree with it. Shut up, you dickhead. I'm going to choke on a knife, prick. Um, that sorry, that was so violent. I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> yeah, banter, banter, joking, joking. Not, but it just gets me the hypocrisy, the hypocrisy of the white branded or you know, like the white supremacist version of Christianity that only ever serves to subjugate blackness and uphold itself in its whiteness and always telling us that no matter what violence is inflicted upon us we should always forgive it's always down to us to do the forgiving and I saw white people coming in their droves in their droves even Chris Evans that you guys love so much your MCM he was there going talking about this is the most beautiful I think this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen and I tweeted at him and I was like you must not have seen many things if this is the most beautiful because I don't know what is so beautiful and Jackie Aina put it perfectly because she was in them comments Jackie Aina was in them mentions she was up he's she was dealing with him she was basically like what is so beautiful about a man about a woman that's been given a very mild sentence for killing a black man in cold blood an unarmed black man what's so beautiful about that but you know what's so beautiful about that to white people look at those blacks look at those blacks look at those fucking niggers ever forgiving you know i mean don't want to be anywhere near them. They might rob me. Don't want to be anywhere near them because, you know, black on black crime. But I just love how they're so forgiving. I think that's beautiful. Oh, that's it, isn't it? Because in that forgiveness is also an implicit subservience that no matter what you do we will always try to prove ourselves to be human in the way that you are god forbid in a way that you are by showing forgiveness a forgiveness that you never that's never shown the other way around because if a black man went to go and do to a white person a white woman what amber did to both of them we wouldn't be seeing any of this we wouldn't be seeing the black man being hugged by the judge and his head stroked by the security guard and amber's relative saying you know what Amber would have wanted me to forgive you. We would have seen none of that because when we look at Emmett Till, what happened when um, these white people thought this little boy, this little black boy could have in any way um, touched 
or defiled their, their white queen. They killed him in the most horrendous way. So don't tell me that this is two ways. And then we find out that the fucking bitch lied and she only admitted to it years and years and years later, you know? So it's definitely not the other way around, especially if we're looking solely at the black male and white woman dynamic. It's not, it's not equal. So you coming um, online to talk about this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. This is why you lost man crushes are wild and 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 just need to sit down in one corner because nobody's above the racism and that's coming from me as someone who has a white partner i'm i'm always ready i'm always ready that one day you might decide to move mad and that day i will enter the same trouser but everyone's giving people free passes to the cookout doing all of these things stop giving people passes to the cookout because this is the kind of thing that they do chris evans um justin timberlake all of them they'll just be saying wild things because they feel like they have been embraced in the bosom of the black community and thus they can comment it's disgusting but apart from him just generally the the media which is um you know predominantly white um talking about the way it's just so gracious of botham's brother to be like oh you know i forgive you and then he's hugging her and they kept putting that image of him hugging her everywhere because again it he's free to forgive if he wants to forgive. I personally don't roll like that. I don't forgive and I don't motherfucking forget. Yeah. And especially after speaking to my therapist about it, if you remember the episode forgiven for what, where I talk about the session I had with my therapist and she's like, why do you need to forgive people? Forgiving people isn't intrinsic to your healing. It's not a, it's not a requirement of your healing. And that was a mindfuck. It was major for me to hear that, you know? So I don't forgive and I don't forget. It is what it is. Like, even if I start chatting to you again, I still remember that. And I haven't made peace with that particular um, thing that you've done to me, but we can move forward in some way or other. And if St. Peter wants to pull me up about it, when I get to heaven's gate, well, you know, I'm going to pull up, but when I pull up, you don't want to, you know, post up. So St. Peter, are you going to post up? Oh, exactly. So St. Peter can't chat to me. I'll be like, I said what I said, not forgiving them, man. Oh, well, you can't come in. Well, I'm coming in. I'm coming in. I'm going to climb the gate because Jesus said, Jesus sent me a WhatsApp that I'm invited. So I'm climbing in, whatever the fuck. So anyway, (laughs) random. But no, I just feel like it's up to Botham's brother if he wants to forgive this woman. I think it's a bit disingenuous to say that this is what Botham would have wanted. Botham would have uh, Botham would have wanted for me to forgive you because he can't really say whether he would have wanted that because he was shot the fuck dead. He was killed. So Botham can't say what he would have wanted. So stop speaking for people who have passed away. Um, to fulfill your agenda, you have forgiven her, but don't say that Botham would have wanted that, because the, when Botham's mum got up in another place, she wasn't with that fuckery, she was not with it at all, and that's what I love, the mother's love, you know, a mother's love, she was like, no, 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 I don't play them things there, do not play them things there, forgive who, forgive what, nah, five give, three give, six give, definitely not four give, thanks so much, um, it's just really important that it's fine if he wants to forgive, but that it's not the forgiveness that's the thing. The media, the white supremacist media are using it as a way to tell the rest of us, as Brie Newsom so beautifully put it, the white media are using that as a way to tell us, the rest of us, to stand the fuck down. Like, look, we can kill people, yeah, and you will just have to deal with it. And if to make yourself feel better, yeah, you can forgive us. You can forgive us all you want. We're still going to do it again. And that's why I just think it's so amazing about white supremacy. And I'm so intrigued by it as a as a mechanism because it 
it demands to be seen as superior while simultaneously demanding to be infantilized. Like when Dylan Roof killed, shot and killed those nine people um, who were in who were in church. He waited for them to finish their church service, finish their prayers or whatever. And he shot them, killed all nine of them. When the police were taking him out, they gave him a bulletproof vest because, you know, oh my God, we've got to keep him alive. Wow, wonderful. You want to keep him alive. It's, it's funny how you don't have that drive that motivation to keep black people alive, alive when you apprehend them very very wonderful but they see the humanity in him even when he's behaving in an inhumane way they saw his humanity because of his whiteness so he got a bulletproof vest he's hungry i think allegedly they took him to burger king on the way to the station Again, at all times, his humanity is central to the way that he's treated in a way that is not afforded to black people, even after they've died, because they'll be killed. If we look at the case of Stephen Lawrence, they'll be killed by white people. And instead of the police doing the job that the police need to do, they'll start a smear campaign about, oh, well, you know, his family could have been this and maybe he could have been a gang member. Maybe he could have been this and you're tapping people's phones and you're doing all of this and doing all of that. That just goes to show that even in death, we're not afforded that humanity that white people just get off the bat like that. And it just, it's extremely wild to me that the judge could now go and be crying and hugging her. What are you all crying and hugging her about? She's a fucking idiot. She's a fucking idiot. Even if she's not a racist cunt, yeah? She's an incompetent prick, right? So in all the training that you've done um, as a policewoman, you did not realize when your key did not work in the lock, you did not realize that it wasn't your apartment. When you bang, 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 bang the door, you did not realize. You didn't realize when you went up a whole floor, you didn't realize. I just feel like, if anything, you're just grossly incompetent. And for that reason alone, you should get a massive sentence. But again, and it's such a conflicting thing because I just definitely believe that there needs to be prison reform. But when it comes to people like this, I'm just like, nah, lock her up, lock the bitch up, throw away the key because I just don't understand anymore. I really, really don't understand it's it's wild to me and i'm just tired of like um forgiveness being weaponized against like black people like all the time forgive forgive them for they know not what they do from when jesus said that in the bible i feel like he set a lot of us man up forgive them for they know not what they do well they better fucking start knowing what they're doing because somebody is going to get clotted in their rascal throat yes so let them start knowing what they do and maybe a couple of backhands will help them to start knowing what they do because i'm tired of doing forgiveness forgiveness somebody sent me a message on instagram which i thought was hilarious and they said jesus said forgive 77 times times seven and i feel like collectively as black people we've passed that number now and i totally agree we used that number up before the slave ships even left the continent of africa we already use that number up we talk less of the um, hundreds of years that happened thereafter you know it's it's really really major and i think that there's something radical in black people being like no i don't forgive that bitch no i don't forgive i don't i don't i don't forgive at all don't care don't care you can't make me don't forgive them it is what it is because i think that then people will start to understand but then when you refuse to forgive then you're vilified then it's like oh she's so heartless she's so cold she's so bitter how are we going to move forward as people if you're not willing to forgive and then the onus to 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 deconstruct and to dismantle racism falls upon you even though you weren't the one that constructed it even though you're not the one that benefits from it at all it's it's ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous and i think that that judge needs to um lose her judgeship but i don't know what difference does it make i heard that um her campaign was um funded 
by the Dallas Police Department for her judgeship. So it makes sense why she was trying so hard to make sure that Homegirl got like minimal um, sentencing and all of them things there because she doesn't, she knows which side her bread is buttered and she's not trying to fuck that up. It's just, it's sad. It's very sad. Moving on then. Now that I've talked about that, um, yeah, let's get into it. For those of you who aren't aware, let's get into Suck Your Mum, Straw of the Week, Straw of the Week. I'm still waiting for like a jingle for here. Straw of the Week. (sighs) I don't know, something like that. I've got to think about it. I'll, I'll, I'll work it out. Work it out. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how I even get into this, but I've just got to launch in because... I think that some people don't know who the fuck I am and they had to learn the other week. They had to learn the hard way because I don't play all this, all this motherfucking shit that people like to do. I don't play it. So in this week, suck your mum, AKA straw of the week. I've got a few people to drag, um, but we're going to build it up in stages. I don't know if some of you saw that um, there were some things like I think on the Shade Borough or something that um, Mr. Exposed or whatever, um, allegedly, that Mr. Exposed allegedly trademarked uh, the name Receipts Podcast. Um, and obviously, you know, if for those of you who don't know, I'm, I'm really, really cool with the Receipts Podcast girls. And he went and trademarked this name, allegedly, right? Allegedly. Now, I don't know the ins and outs of that because nobody's talking and I don't like to talk out of turn. So I'm not focusing on that. I'm just going to say that hypothetically, right? If this were to have happened, right? This is just another facet of misogynoir. This is a man who there is concrete evidence of the tweets that he wrote about dark-skinned black women circa 2012. He claims to have changed, but how has he changed when a podcast fronted by two dark-skinned black women, yes, Milena is there as a Latina, um, a white Latina, um, but it's fronted by two dark-skinned black women, right? How is it so that he's decided to um, allegedly trademark their podcast name? How? How? Because again, misogynoir isn't just about beauty politics. It's not just about, oh, he doesn't want to sleep with me or he, you know, he doesn't think I'm sexy or I don't get let into clubs or whatever. It's about the socioeconomic violences that are, com- like, that, that, that are inflicted on dark skinned black women, as we've seen here. Would he have gone and trademarked the podcast of a white girl? No, he would not have because that backlash would have been a lot. Would he have gone and trademarked um, the podcast name of a group of guys, a group of men? No, he would not have. So it therefore tells me that this specific type of violence is saved only for dark skinned black women. And that's part of the problem. And I know that he's been on a show before, um, a show of um, another podcast um, of a person I'm friends with. um, And he tried to mention me in abstract and it was shut down very quickly. But he really, really needs to know that I'm not the one. 
I'm not the one. And I just felt like I needed to make this episode to let a, a couple of you man know that I'm not the fucking one. So I don't know which of your brethren, which of your side chicks, which of your wives, which of your concubines is going to play this for you. But when they do play it for you, I just want to be like, hi, I'm Kelechi Okafor. You've probably only ever seen my tweet, but now hear my voice and hear it well. Keep my name out of your rascal mouth, yeah? I've achieved things that even in your dreams, you cannot fathom. And if you choose to mention me again in any capacity, thunder will strike your fucking asshole. Thunder will enter your anus and combust you from the inside, you fucking pricks. Do you have nothing better to do? Ask yourself, ask yourself, what has Kelechi ever done to me directly? In the case of, you know, this tweeting about dark-skinned black women, that's the choice you made. You chose to make jokes that were that were horrible. You chose to do that. How I feel about what you've chosen to do is my prerogative, yeah? You can't force me to forgive you about tweets that I think are horrendous, absolutely horrendous. As I've just said, if a white person was to have gone and tweeted that, oh, you know, if you like to beat up women, get yourself a dark-skinned black woman, everyone would have been an uproar. Everybody would have been an uproar. But somehow it's okay for black men to say these things and to say it on social media. And then they'll turn around when you try to address it by writing an article or whatever the fuck and go, oh, oh, they're talking about our issues on mainstream white-owned platforms. You fucking idiot. You're talking about it right now on Twitter, which is a mainstream white-owned platform, you fucking prick. Yeah? You're doing it on these platforms as well. That is what you're doing. You're embarrassing yourself. You're disgracing your family. You're disgracing your mum's entire pussies by coming online every day and moving mad. You want to talk about, oh, it was just 2012. Okay, that was 2012 with the dark skin tweets. So explain how in 2019, you're trying to socioeconomically undermine um, a black woman's podcast. How? How? Okay, then. Okay, because again, I keep stressing that this is not just about beauty politics. This is just this is not just about oh they mention lighties in their in their uh, grime songs or rap songs, then put them in their music videos. It goes beyond that. It goes beyond that to the fact that black women and their intellectual property. I know that water's muddy in this particular case, but that's not respected, and people just feel like they can move anyhow with no repercussions. Just because somebody stopped tweeting explicitly about their disdain for dark skin black women um, doesn't mean that it's not still there when they'll quote tweet something and they'll write thoughts they're hoping that their followers who haven't changed and are of the same mindset as them can be the ones to voice the things that they too believe but they're not going to be the ones to type it themselves but you're still complicit you're still complicit in the fuckery but the ones who are mainly um, I find very complicit in all of these are the women that choose to be friends with these type of men if you listen to this podcast and you are friends with those type of men, I just put it down to maybe you're still going through some kind of cognitive dissonance, like aren't we all, you know, whatever. But you are putting other black women in danger by continuing to let them feel like, oh, well, you know, if I was so bad, these women wouldn't be friends with me. But you're allowing them to normalize their behavior and that needs to stop. There has to be a line that's drawn somewhere. Anyway, I just felt like, well, if you know me, I like to express my views regardless that's that's what I'm about and that's why I've got this podcast saying my mind because I refuse to be silenced so I was just expressing my general views about all of this when one guy called the J2 Ocean I think he's called decided to tweet um he didn't tweet at me but he tweeted that one should focus on her Polish baby right 
Let that sink in. I'm tweeting about the ways in which black women are disrespected online. Dark skinned black women are disrespected online. And this motherfucker decides to write that one should focus on her Polish baby. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. But now, when I start spitting jaws, everybody's like, my jaw has been spun. Ooh, yeah, baby. (laughs) It will never be well with you, Jesse, or whatever the hell they call you. It will never be well with you. And I had to make this episode to let people know that I don't play that. I'm a new mother. I'm a new mother. I'm a black woman who has been through so much in this fucking life. And yet I still ride for the justice that I feel that black people, black men specifically deserve. I'm always out here talking about the things that I think like affect us and the ways that it can be changed. I'm always doing that. What are you busy doing? You're busy spending money closing the gap in your teeth because an uninterrupted 90 minute football match can be played in the space there. You know, you're busy doing them things while I'm out here doing the things that matter. You are busy having frivolous conversations on a timeline when I'm out here educating police officers about what I think we can do differently in terms of diversity and inclusion. I'm out here doing the work, yeah? And you're benefiting indirectly whether you realize it or not. You're benefiting from the work that I'm doing, you're benefiting from the way that I single-handedly am shifting the paradigms of how social media is used, yeah, like, I'm gonna talk my shit, because I feel like it's important that people know who the fuck I am, yeah, you don't like me, and you are able to not like me because of the way that I've built my platform, 52, or is it 53 fucking thousand followers, 53,000 followers. And I'm not talking about sex. I'm not talking about relationships. I'm just talking about the talk that needs to be talked. Yeah. I'm out here doing that. There's nothing frivolous about what I'm doing. No disrespect to anyone else that's doing those things. I respect you and, and I appreciate what you're doing. It's just easier to follow those things. It's not easy to follow the conversations that I'm having on my timeline um, frequently, even though I do add, you know, humor um, here and there. I know that the things I talk about on this podcast and I talk about on the timeline aren't easy. So for me to accumulate 53,000 fucking followers, you best know that I'm big in this rascal game, yeah? And that's why you know me, because I'm outspoken and I'm hyper visible and I refuse to back the fuck down. Ask yourself, sit down, when, before you wank, yeah? Before you wank um, with your boxes that I've talked in the middle um, and your unwashed anus take time to ask yourself why is it that I don't like Kalechi what is it that specifically she has done to me and you'll find that you have nothing to go on nothing whatsoever but you just want to join into the vitriol the misogynistic vitriol that's online because it makes you feel better it makes you feel more like a man and and I think that ultimately that's that's what it is you want to feel more like men and you're idea of masculinity is so fragile that me asserting myself and speaking and walking in my truth really, really bothers you. And let me let you know that today's the day it stops because the next time that I catch you, man, it's either going to be a court scene or it's going to be a clart thing. Yeah. We've got to find ourselves in court or you're going to find yourself clarted. Yeah. I'm going to slap you up. Yeah. Because where have we gotten to where you can talk about a child even and notice notice you useless individual plantain papi or whatever the fuck you like to call yourself yeah you rotten plantain ask yourself you're the reason i think that plantain prices are even going up the prices of plantain going up because it can't keep up with your fuckery ask yourself take a moment and think why did none of my mutuals 
like that tweet? Why did none of my mutuals get involved? Because they knew that you'd gone too far and you felt like, okay, I'm not going to interact with any of the tweets. I'm not going to interact with anything that she's saying because, you know, I don't want this smoke. Someone should have been told you that you don't want my smoke. Someone should have been told you that I'm not the fucking one to be trying that nonsense with, yeah? You're on your fucking ridiculous YouTube channel. I haven't watched it, but I know it's ridiculous. Why do I know it's ridiculous? Because you didn't even think ahead to think, you know what? This woman has a big platform. Maybe I shouldn't go and fuck with her. Maybe that will help my following online and blah, blah, blah. But no, you wanted to move mad with your stupid lips, uh, your your lisp and your cross eye. Focus, focus. I know it's hard for you to do, but me focusing on my child, I can do that. You struggle to focus on one thing, yeah? And I've already dragged you online, so I'm not even going to go ahead and be ableist as fuck in this um, in, in this episode. I'm going to try and keep it cute, right? Focus, that one should focus on her Polish baby. Your mutual stayed quiet and they watched the murder on the dance floor. Then watched me drag you to hell and back on the timeline so I could remind you that I'm not the one that you do those things with. Don't ever mention my child again in your fucking life. Don't ever fucking mention my child again. I don't even care if it's an abstract because some people go, oh, but what did he really say? What did he really say? Well, you can go and dig a hole, get inside it and bury yourself. That's what you can do right? Because we understood what was being said then. If I allow you to think that you can banter, like I'm not Beyonce, this isn't Blue Ivy. If I allow you to think that you can banter my child, then where, where is the line drawn? Where then is the line drawn? How do I then ensure the safety of that child when you're doing banter banter online? And this is partly why it's so sad. I would love to share images of um, Lev and do what I'm doing, whatever, online but apart from the fact that I think that children should have autonomy as to what's shared about them online I also don't share because some of you are very very wicked you're very very wicked people as we've seen you know we've seen it that one should focus on her Polish baby and what are you focusing on what what exactly are you focusing on with your wogga wogga face what are you focusing on right and people who are friends with this person Tell them to mind out before they find out. Because just because I'm SJW Twitter, as you like to call it, you don't know who I know. And that's partly how I ended up with so much information about you individuals. The moment you try me, somebody jumps into my DMs and they're like, in case you need it, this is Intel on such and such and such and such and such and such. And so although it had nothing to do with the person I ended up drawing it for on the timeline, I just felt like it was important for me to let some of you know that no matter how much you want to kiki and ha-ha, I've had intel on some of you for a while. Like you, that we don't know, well, I know where you were the night before your traditional wedding. And I dropped that on the timeline and everyone went mad. They were like, oh, oh my God, oh my God, where was I the night before my traditional wedding? I'm being very, very serious. I'll ruin your fucking marriage if you try me again. I will, I will out, I will say the name of the person you were with, I will say where you were with them, I will do them, I will come to the timeline as a fucking woman, because in case you didn't know about me, I've been out in these Twitter streets since about, what, 2008, I'm a fucking timeline terrorist, don't play with me, yeah, up in the place, That that's what I'm about, but because I mind my business and turn my energies towards, I don't know, talking about social justice, and just talking about things generally, you know, keeping it cute, some of you think that I'm a dickhead, and you need to understand that, like I said again, just because I do this doesn't mean that everybody I know does this, yeah, so be clear on that, because some of you like to run your mouth online, but you're chicken shit in person, you can't even maintain eye contact with me when you see me in person, but you want to be writing and doing guy man for the timeline, if I see you, I'll tear your pants and I'll tear your shirt and I'll slap your face. I'll slap you. I will slap you in such a way that your eyes will straighten up. I'll slap you in such a way that your gap will open up like the Red Sea. Don't fucking play with me. Yeah? Because it's gotten too, we've we've gone too far. We've gone too far with this nonsense where you're mentioning children. Children. 
A child that's only one month old just because you have a general dislike of me. And when we interrogate that dislike, you actually don't know where it's rooted. Other other than the fact that I am a black outspoken woman. That is what riles you up so much. Because all of your fucking life, your mothers have been silent and they've taken bullshit from your dad. And you feel like every other woman around you should do the same. I'm not your mother. I'm not your rascal mother. Your mother made her choice to be silent and to choke on her words. I have chosen not to do the same. And so if that bothers you, you know what you can do? You can go and suck your mother go and suck those words that she never managed to say go and suck it right out of her pussy but me you will never silence me I'll tell you that from now then I'm getting DMs from people trying to apologize on his behalf, talking about, oh, um, you know, I've just spoken with him and he said that, um, you know, he was waved, he was drunk or whatever when he wrote that tweet and what he really meant to write was, she sh- that one should focus on her Polish babe. No, that's not what the fuck you meant to say because other women have messaged me saying that you've said the same to them, focus on your child, focus on your child. That's the only thing you can draw for. Draw for. Because why? Because your mother never focused on you. Your mum left you to sit there and be wayward. Some of you, if your mums had raised you correctly, you you would not be online moving as mad as you're moving. If your mums had probably shown you, I, you know what, I wouldn't even go for the mums because I feel like so many mums do so much. They do so much. I feel like it's because your fathers were emotionally unavailable around you. They were present because you. some of you like to boast like, I know my father. I know my father. You know your father, but your father doesn't know himself and he doesn't know you. Hmm? How about that? Your fathers were emotionally unavailable so you never felt the 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 brotherhood or the the kinship that you were looking for and you're frustrated by that so you want to take it out on the rest of the world and for some reason you've chosen to take it out on women and that's extremely sad of you but I just felt like it was important to let people know that I'm not now nor have I ever been the fucking one to try and I'm more than willing with the intel that I have on some of you to become that timeline terrorist and be dropping these you know just dropping this intel dropping this information left right and center I'm ready to let everyone know where you were the night before your wedding not because not because you have done me any wrong at this point in time, but I remember when you were moving mad, when everyone was doing, oh my God, she's a hypocrite, her partner's white, her partner's white. I, I, I saw your name as part of the handle when people were tweeting about, oh, bruv, I swear I sent this to you. Um, bro, I swear I sent this to you on WhatsApp six months ago um, of a video of my partner and I saw your name there. I saw your name and I said, huh, okay. And for those who don't realize, I've probably already dropped the name. You just didn't look at my timeline correctly. Um, nothing I do is ever just for bands. Like everything is connected. Everything is connected. But I won't go into that and I won't confirm or deny anything. I saw that Bear Man were putting out press statements that it wasn't me, it wasn't me, when actually one of them that put out a press statement, it definitely was you. But you're trying to let me know on a subliminal that you don't want this smoke. And I'm promising you that none of you do. Keep my name out of your mouth. That's really all I came here to say today. Um, you know, I smattered it with tarot and magnificence and all of them things there. But I think it's important to understand that as somebody who felt unmothered um, in this very harsh society, I have every intention of mothering my child and I will be ferocious with it. And I feel so sorry, God help anybody who wants to try me, because after having a child, I've realized the urgency that um, is required of me to change so much or be part of the change in in this dynamic that I'm that's so detrimental to black people generally and so detrimental to black women specifically I can't sit by and just watch it all happen anymore and on a general note I will never stop saying the things that I want to say 
You know, I'll never stop speaking the way that I speak. And if it means that I don't get certain things, I've said this on a podcast before, if it means I don't get certain things, if it, it means I'm not invited to certain spaces, so be it. But I'll continue speaking my truth because that's the only thing that matters. It doesn't matter to be at your fancy events. It doesn't mean a matter to have your fancy deals. All that matters is that I continue speaking my truth and that won't ever stop. Um, and yeah, just to suck your mum to those black men that refuse to grow up online and they continue to terrorise um, dark-skinned black women in various ways, not just the ways that they were akin to in 2012. Um, suck your mum to this fool, J- the J2 Ocean, whatever the fuck you want to call yourself, that you thought it was necessary to mention my child. Fuck you and you'll never see a day of God's grace as long as you walk on this earth forevermore. That's how I see it until that apology is issued, which I don't think you'll do because it'll smack your ego up and down. Nothing that you touch in this life will ever go well for you again. Because why? You went and mentioned an innocent child and you went and mentioned me when I did fuck all to you. So that's on that period. Um, And then a big suck your mum to all of the mutuals who allow for their friends to behave in this way and they don't call them out because you are enablers. You are the ones that continue to... um, incite the violence really you're the one that lets the violence continue you're the ones that keep perpetuating the violence because you refuse to pull yourself um pull your friends up and if i love you if i truly love you i have to make you aware of the things that you don't see i can't even remember which great mind said that because i paraphrased it but that is the function of true friendship that is a function of true love i have to make you aware of the things that you don't see and that is the the nature of this podcast i'm sharing what i feel like other people are missing or maybe they see it and i'm elaborating on it but some of you aren't being true friends to those people people around you because you're not making them aware of the things that they don't see and if they refuse to see you're not distancing yourself and you're saying you know what I don't want to be part of this anymore because until some people start losing friends and losing people around them they will not address these very very destructive issues they won't address it so on a cute note happy birthday to me tomorrow tatty three years old up in the place god has blessed me abundantly god has blessed me with um a baby god has blessed me with um peace of mind god has blessed me with fucking a business i never thought that i would have a a pole dance studio i only ever went out to go and be a personal trainer because i just wanted something um worthwhile to do so i wasn't working in a call center in between acting jobs and i ended up building an entire fucking business out of it get to know about me get to know about me because some of you are still out here um acquiescing to to gary on a nine to five and then coming to attack black women online some of you are out here not even helping your mum because the bailiffs are chasing her but you're coming to attack dark-skinned black women online let me not let me not get back into it let me just behave myself yeah but all i'm really here to say is that god loves me and i i truly believe that god loves you too and it's because you're so and blind to his love that you go out trying to make other people feel so horrible about who they are but I'm done with tolerating any of your bullshit online I'm done with it so you can kiki and haha and do whatever the hell that you want is he for like I said see you in court or we'll, we'll we'll figure the rest out in it we'll figure the rest out that's all I wanted to say so um like I said rate and review the podcast if you don't rate and review this podcast yeah you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna hold I'm going to hold this podcast hostage. Like I held the timeline hostage when I said, where were you the night before your traditional wedding? I'll hold this podcast hostage. Yeah, so you better go and rate and review the ting because I need those numbers. 
um, for specific things. And um, yeah, if you've got a question or you've got um, something you want to share with me, like Intel, <laughs> send it to sym at kalechiokafor.com. Follow me on Kalechnikov at Kalechnikov or at Say Your Mind Pod. Definitely tweet lots more about this podcast. Hashtag Say Your Mind Pod. I want to see all of the things that you're thinking and and saying I want to see all of those things and recommend it to a friend that's got some sort of common sense don't send nonsensical people my way please but that's it that's all I really wanted to say and on that note I am out peace it's the Ben's Brunani woman this baby boys baby girls you need to hear this if you sit down sit down receive this realness make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sippy yo hot time's calling for your long shorts you might learn something you never know let you find and she's one of a kind don't say you mind say you mind